Why do you want to learn a new language? Where would you use it and how would it come in handy? This is what I'm asking myself every single day. Even if I'm not planning on going on a trip where I need to use a new language, I'm just like, my brain needs to stay alive. My brain needs to stay active. And there's only so many crossword puzzles I can do in one week. And that's why exactly. I just feel like putting my mind to the test would just be using Rosetta Stone to improve my language skills. And I'm always like idealizing. Oh, I want to learn Francais. So when I go to Francais, I can speak French <laughs> with the person in You go to Quebec. <laughs> but really, I'm speaking I'm speaking on a like dream level, which is also great. Use Rosetta Stone to learn the language of a place you're dreaming of visiting. But also practically, it makes more sense for me to learn Spanish. And if I'm gonna learn Spanish, I'm gonna do it on Rosetta Stone. That's amazing. They've been the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users, and they have 25 languages offered. You have fast language acquisition because they immerse you in the language. There aren't English translations, so you really learn to speak. You listen. You think in the language of Rosetta Stone, and it has an intuitive process, so you pick up the language naturally. First words, then phrases, then sentences, which means it's designed for long-term retention. And the app has a true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation, like <laughs> having a personal trainer for your accent. It's very helpful, okay? That was good. That was good. Thank it's, you. It's convenient. There's an amazing value. You can get a lifetime membership and just have every single language, all 25 languages you can have for your lifetime, and you can just work through them as long as you're alive. That's kind of an iconic mm -hmm. goal to have. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Who Weekly listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash who. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash who today. You will trailer. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. Come see us in Minneapolis and Chicago next weekend. See us in Vancouver. See us in LA. See us in Toronto. Weekend, Thursday, Friday. It's the pre-kend. <laughs> Come see us next pre-kend. It's actually the pre-pre-kend. The pre-pre-kend is Wednesday, right? The pre-pre-kend is Wednesday. The pre-kend is Thursday. The weekend is Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We'll be there pre-kend and weekend, aka Thursday, Friday in the middle east oh my god i <laughs> in my mind it went midwest middle and west. Then I said middle east in the middle west <laughs> in the middle west we'll be there can't wait are the vmas back <laughs> that's my question to you did you see they had the biggest ratings okay i don't obviously who am i trusting pop crave or whatever tweeted like biggest ratings in years <laughs> It says, I'm quoting The Hollywood Reporter, final same-day Nielsen ratings have the show drawing 913,000 viewers on MTV, a 29.5% jump from 705,000 for the 2022 VMAs. I mean, it turns out when you put one camera directly on Taylor Swift the entire time, even though she's not <laughs> performing or presenting, she is the show, and then your ratings go up. It turns out when Selena Gomez makes memes against her will... Even though she wants nothing to do with being a meme, but becomes a meme regardless, the ratings go up. Is there like a consent issue with memeing Selena Gomez now that she's claimed that she doesn't want to be a meme? I think she's straddling this middle ground between I don't want to be on the internet for my mental health, which is good for her. She talks about it all the time. And also, 
I'm the one of the most famous people on the planet. Of course, I'm going to be on wow. the internet a little bit. And so she's somewhere in the middle where she sees that stuff is happening, but she doesn't necessarily understand the context. And I think that she thinks that people are being mean to her, but she doesn't understand that people are being in love with her. Memeing is not a fair you can't control what the meme becomes and says like she's mm -hmm. seeing like the best version of the meme maybe but she's also maybe seeing like the worst unfunny version of the meme she's seeing the unflattering version of the meme she's seeing like you know like we all love um what's it we all love poot lovato and we've seen the best versions of that meme and then we've seen the worst versions mm -hmm. of that it's meme true. and i'm yeah. sure demi lovato has seen both both sides yeah. of that scale and i could go to demi lovato tomorrow and be like you don't understand poot was such a loving meme to me like poot was like like for you in like the the sweetest way ever it was like mm -hmm. your alter ego was like funny and sweet and cute and harmless but demi's like no i saw the bad stuff that was unflattering that's not nice that's bullying you know how like children have fake toy phones so that they can like be yeah. like their parents on their little fake phones that don't do anything you know we need to give celebrities celebrity baby phones. We do. Oh, man, you're so right. So they're posting to Twitter, but, like, they're not going anywhere. They give them the illusion of having, like, phone. I know. But they can only contact people that their publicists approve of. You know, best like, friends. their best friends. And mm -hmm. then they have access to, like, a weirdo version of social media where everything is filtered. Instagram, yeah. Twitter, all these companies have special, like, enterprise versions <laughs> where Stop. they get a filter in the middle yeah. and that filter is your tree pain figure who gets to cut out all the stuff they don't want the yes. clients to see and then the clients have the illusion of being on the phone yes and a bunch of dummy fan accounts that are like yes girl mm -hmm. ha 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 like lmao rtrt so they so they do feel like that instant gratification that you get i'm kidding but i'm serious they need it you know the phone that they jitterbug phones that they give to old people yes. with like one big button and it calls the <laughs> police because like, you fell down the stairs the <laughs> call the fire department yeah hi bobby Lindsay. um just watched the vmas and it was on twitter and i saw that i missed the outfit that Tanase wore on the red carpet. I would love for you guys to Google it if you're not aware um, and talk about it. Crunch, crunch. We need to talk about the fact that everyone had their eyes on Tanase's dress. She kind of won the red carpet. Do you think they had her, their eyes on Tanache's dress? Sure, they had their eyes on Tanache. They had their eyes on Tanache, which I felt like was a big win for Tanache. All in the front, all in the front, all eyes on dress. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. All in the front, Tinashe wore nothing to the VMAs. That says a lot. Thank you to HighSnobbery.com. She looked amazing. She looked amazing. I did. She did take it to the next level, meaning small piece of tape on your pussy. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. Like <laughs> where it wasn't like pasties or like nude underwear. It was like gaffer tape on the nipples, no. gaffer tape on the pussy. You know. <laughs> I don't really understand why she didn't get to do anything on the show, but like, okay. <laughs> She's been on Mars. She's been on Mars. You wanted to? She wanted to release new music. You're gonna make me watch Renee rap in big jeans on the Dorito stage, and you're not gonna give me any tenacity. <laughs> and she showed up nude like okay did you see renee rap with big jeans on the dorito stage i did see renee rap. i'm crying <laughs> she was wearing huge jeans it's on like the a month ago i was like what's the deal with renee rap why is she everywhere and this year she's getting big jeans on the yeah. dorito stage and it's absolutely unreal and she's selling sweet luckily, green left and right oh my god she's walking through the receipt luckily our friend omri did like charity work with me which was like in a car ride was like 
you should listen to Renee rap. And I was like, I don't know. And he was like, no, we're going to listen to like some Renee rap songs and like with me here and like I'll guide you through like what I think is going on with her. And then like literally gave me like a tour of Renee rap. And now I like vaguely get it. Then the Sweet Green ad came out. Then I was like, OK, and now I get it even more. And then I saw her in huge jeans on the Dorito stage and I was like, OK, fine. She's got some good songs that you would actually really I'm like sure because I would. they kind of they kind of give like Sarah Bareillesy. No, I'm sure I I'm sure I would. You know, I I listened to the whole new Ali and AJ album from March and I'm like, I'm too busy. <laughs> I'm too busy suddenly standing Ali and AJ to get involved with Renee Rap. I need like a 3-month oh cooldown, okay? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> the photo of Renee Rapp in big jeans sipping spicy cashew dressing with a straw. I was like, okay, some of these brands actually get it. Wait, she's wearing big jeans in the sweet green ad she's too? She's wearing big jeans. Not the not as big Wait. as VMA Dorito stage jeans, but they're big, they're big oh jeans. What's with this girl in these big jeans? What is this? She has a great agent. She has a great manager. Like, she's been bubbling up for months now, but we just crossed the threshold. No, I think it's a mix of I think she has great team, like good team, but I also think she's good. And I think what happens is you're kind of like, oh, whatever, who is she? And then you see her live and you're like, oh, she can really sing. And those jeans, those jeans are big. And the jeans are big. <laughs> Renee Rapp spotted wearing big jeans on the Doritos stage. <laughs> okay. Nicki Minaj hosted but was like in the show for like four minutes total, which was actually really funny. <laughs> Ashanti, Ashanti showed up with a purse that had her face and Nelly's face on it. It looked like she got it from Zazzle. So funny. And then people found out, well, Nelly told someone in a podcast that they're dating again, which I think I is think very... We, I think we knew this. It's like newly confirmed. I think we suspected this. Ten Ashanti saying me and Nelly are dating again it had the same effect as like NSYNC showing up as a full band and like mm -hmm. very one minute into the show giving Samantha Jones on and just like that being like here we are and mm -hmm. like the, what are we doing we're just reuniting like Justin Timberlake has never been at his most pathetic you know like in in formation with his old bandmates who he basically like would not talk to for 20 years mm -hmm. until his career was like farting down the toilet you know he can't like say hello to Megan the Stallion without people thinking like he disrespected her <laughs> That's literally how bad his career reputation is right now. Is he can't even be spotted in a silent video miming to Megan the Silent people being like, they're in a fight. <laughs> they're brawling. You know? Mm -hmm. It's not because of her, it's because of him. No, it's because of him. What else? There was a really funny photo that I loved of Kelsey Ballerini and Chase Stokes on the red carpet. And <laughs> look at the, I mean, look, I'm serious about this photo. She is Why do you think this is so funny? She is like net she's neck the way that this guy is in profile. He could be anyone in that profile. Yeah, he's giving Penn Badgley. Yes, yes. I thought the same thing. And he looks nothing like Penn Badgley from the front. No. So like, it, what I'm saying is anyone. this man could be anyone. And she is eyes on camera. This woman, the way she can manipulate the press is oh. astonishing to me. She's a wizard. <laughs> Went from being like, who is she, don't care, to kind of being like interested in her thing because she kept it interesting. Yeah. She did. What else happened on the show that I watched in full? Um, a lot of stuff. Mostly Taylor Swift dancing to other people's music, which is as want to do. The actual best stuff, save it for last. I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about Duncan and Ben later. But Sweetie and the teleprompter. This was not the best. This was even from the pre-show. No one even saw this. It happened before the show even happened. I have to play this again. Hey, how you doing? I am feeling excellent better now. I know that's right. Oh, 
I am so excited for tonight, too, and I can't wait to see. Julie, but playing in the background is the best. Pre-show's tough. The live teleprompter reading is not a joke. I know, but I think that, like, there's something, I wrote this down here, but there's something about, like, teleprompter humor, fucking up with the teleprompter, feels very back to normal to me. But the thing is, is, like, I couldn't even watch that if I tried. <laughs> to create moments in live TV, but, like, not letting people watch it is such a huge loss. It was on the pre-show. I actually have no idea how I could have accessed this live. God bless these Twitter saying. accounts that were capturing every second of Sweetie on the red carpet. Just I before we move on and we'll and we're going to move on to her in a second, but like the way that Taylor Swift did not sit with her best friend Selena Gomez 100% because Selena Gomez was like I don't want a camera on me all night. I just want to like try and maybe enjoy this award show and Taylor Swift was like all eyes on me, babe. <laughs> like I'm the show. And put Best new artist, Ice Spice, right next to her. <laughs> right next to her. So she could, like, whisper random things in her ear. And Ice Spice is like, uh-huh, sure. Yep, that's it. 100%. That was comedy. When Instinct came out and Taylor Swift, like... And I don't actually believe, and I am I swear to God, I actually do believe as somebody who is vaguely Taylor Swift's age, her reaction to Instinct reuniting on stage in front of her was genuinely genuine because... That is a pure millennial response to NSYNC reuniting. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I don't, I didn't, I don't, I think she obviously was she turns it on yeah. vodka Red Bulls, but I do think that she was, that was real. But she leans over to Ice Spice and she's like, oh my God, like they never do this. And Ice Spice is like, uh huh. <sighs> like she doesn't know who they are. Like she doesn't care. <laughs> Ice Spice doesn't. Remember 9-11, Taylor. <laughs> it was just so funny. Taylor's like, they never do this. And Ice Spice is like, go to bed, Grandma. Like, we're putting you okay, to bed. Grandma, let's get you to bed. <laughs> let's get you to bed. Okay, Grandma, let's get you to bed. And you know the meme that's been going around a lot that I felt very fondly about? Hmm. The meme is about talking to your coworkers who are younger than you. Like, me at 36 with my 25-year-old coworker BFF at the, at the office. Me at 18 with my 35-year-old bestie being like, where's Jackie today? Right, right, right. No, because honestly, age gaps at work is fine. You can have the hugest age gap Are you with kidding? your BFFs. Yeah, I mean. Remember my old cube mate? My favorite oh, woman? Vault's oh, my name. God. I, I still have her tape dispenser. You were obsessed with her. The way that you went on about her, how much you loved her. My favorite woman. What was your age gap? Oh, it was <laughs> at least, it was 20 years. 20 years? And my age gap between me and her husband was about 40. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You know her name's on my tape dispenser. You know my big tape dispenser that I have? One time I was using really? it. Really? Oh, it all that's the time. so nice. <laughs> it no. has her name, like, first initial last name on it. And I'm like, whoops, never gave this back to her. I'm sure she'd appreciate that, honestly. Yeah, it's fine. But the age gap coworker discourse continues on because you want to play the call or do you want to just Oh, like yeah, it? please. Ooh. Let's play it. Hey, does Ben Affleck know who Ice Spice is? If you can him by Crunch Crunch. Do you think I Spice no? Okay, here's the thing about this commercial. Do you, one, do you think this was shot? Do you think they shot this together? No, there's no way in hell. It's very really? clear in the It's very clear in the edit that they were not in the same Even room. Even when they're they standing this. next to each other? In the version I saw, they're never standing next to each other. They're just sitting across from a table. There's another version. Oh, I haven't seen, so I can't speak to that version. I can only speak to the version where they're at the table. And that table, they've never been in the same room. It does feel at this point easier to sh 
for them just to be together. I do understand why we say things are they're separated, but I do think at some point it's easier for them to be together. Duncan, it's very advanced science, algebra, formulas. You know, there's a lot that goes into this. You can't just come up with a name. I spray Munchkin's drink. What, what would that be? You put the Munchkin in the Duncan. I think I got replaced. But also, Ben Affleck's putting in Oscar-worthy work. Ice Spice is just kind of reading the teleprompter. Respect to her. I just feel like she's new to the Duncan game. This is her first. Well, Ben Affleck is a actor. He's he's an actor. Right. Okay, good point. Ice Spice is a 23-year-old rapper who's right. never acted before. You know, right. like, it's fine. And I would say her magic is not going to be revealed when in convo with Ben Affleck, you know? Right. It's like if Ben Affleck started rapping and you're like, it's funny that like Ben isn't very good at this. <laughs> right. Okay. Sorry. Of course, we're in such we're in such like a culture where I feel bad insulting Ice Spice's acting. She is not an actress. Like right. that's okay. You can insult it's Ice Spice's acting. Fine. <laughs> the question is, yeah, do these people know each other? Well, they do now. They're in a commercial together. He has young kids. So there's that. We always think about that. Mm -hmm. And he has a musician wife. So there actually are a lot of the signs there that somebody might know who Ice Spice is, considering she's one of the biggest artists of the past year or so. Mm -hmm. Like, his wife is J-Lo. She is, I would think, plugged into this a little bit, do you think? I think that one of the joys of being J-Lo is that she doesn't have to be as plugged in as maybe, like... I know. Artists not quite as big and powerful as her are. What's more likely, Ben Affleck knowing who she was or her, honestly, maybe not even knowing who he was? I think it's more likely for him to know about her than her to know about him. I think to younger generations, I think Ben Affleck's only relevant because of J-Lo. Right, you're right. Actually, maybe that's true because of J-Lo. So both are through J-Lo. I think that both are through J-Lo. Like, what mm, business does a 23-year-old have in knowing who Ben Affleck is? Like, almost none. <laughs> and true, J-Lo's from New York. Ice is from New York. They're both, I think, from the Bronx. Yeah. J-Lo and Ice. So Ice Spice would definitely know that J-Lo married this random guy. Yeah. To yeah. her. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, interesting. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. We got a lot of calls saying, like, does Ben Affleck know who Ice Spice is? I think the short answer is yes. What's so great about this is we thought Ben Affleck with Duncan was, like, a one and done. Like, they, oh, they had him. Oh, he signed a contract. The, I think he's now like their fucking mascot. Like he he signed on to be fucking gritty. They're going to trot him out every time they have a new disgusting drink. I bet he demanded and deserved a buttload of money. <laughs> a buttload. I agree. And I think they said like long term, this is good for you. And if you're going to do it, fucking do it. Don't just like do it as a quick gag. Like do it as a job <laughs> mm -hmm. it's not bad for the brand either no i definitely agree especially if they're gonna do kind of a like mixing of generations like this mm -hmm. like if they're gonna bring back the trolley d'amelio-esque type person alongside ben affleck and he kind of acts as like the old guard and she's like i'm putting munchkins in the drink mm -hmm. and it's like that's fucking disgusting but like go off and you know it's a bit right like we're not mm -hmm. actually drinking this i mean i will drink it because well, i'm well you're drinking one tomorrow morning <laughs> You have to drink like, it for the Patreon. At least Charlie D'Amelio's drink, which was version one of this, was a real coffee was drink that she liked to drink. just iced coffee with like cream in it. This is like crumbled up munchkins <laughs> and coffee. This, this like one doesn't have coffee in it, by the way. Just, I have to tell everyone, it has coffee syrup, 
But it's mostly milk and cream and crumbled up munchkins. It's, you know, they had many other ways to put the munchkin pumpkin flavor into the drink, but they really did say we're going crazy mode and just putting them directly into the drink. Ben Affleck as the spokesperson for this is just... It's, it's alchemy. It's, it's just it's perfect. It doesn't it doesn't do anything to his brand. And for I no. on an I Spice's perspective, it just bumps her up even more. We were wondering about like, is she who were them? And it doesn't disappoint. No, it doesn't. It doesn't disappoint. It doesn't cheapen either of their brands. I think it's totally no. fun. We love an odd couple. Who's this like old man? Who's this young it girl? It's so. I'm funny. telling you, it's it's giving my favorite 26 year old coworker, and I'm 50. <laughs> You know? Exactly. Nothing like facing your computer and then hearing your cube mate twist around in her desk chair and you know that she's about to roll to you with some gossip. Like, Oh my God, yeah. Ugh. God. And just roll up and be like, hey, got a second? Our other favorite former coworker who had the gossip always, or was always asking for gossip? Francesca. Oh, yeah. She Francesca so much. You know she got married. Call her. I should text her. You know my favorite Francesca-ism that I've implemented in my everyday life, which what? is one of the most incredible conversational tactics in the world. Uh-huh. When there was a lull in the conversation, sometimes Francesca would spin around and then she'd like look at me and cross her legs and go, what else? <laughs> what else is the most incredible way to, to like spur a conversation? Because you're sort of like, what, what else? else? What else? What else? So Bob, okay. what else? <laughs> We got so many calls about this. I almost don't want to play it, but I'm playing it anyway. Jacob and Lordy wouldn't be invited to Joey King's wedding because they dated and she hates him. They dated while they were filming the kissing booth. You guys know this. And they broke up and she really didn't want to keep filming with him. I think she made some videos about how much she hated him. Um, so that's why he wasn't invited. Bye. Okay, I did know they dated. I definitely thought it was fake and probably still do. I didn't know that. Whatever they had, showmance, ended on a bad note. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. why he wasn't invited. That's why he wasn't invited. Also, people seem to love Priscilla. Good for good for Jacob Alordi. <laughs> I'll be the judge of that. This I love. I love this call. Not only is Vanessa Hudgens not scabbing by promoting Kelly Water, but I personally am sick to death of Kelly Water because she sent the picket line a truckload of it showing holes. Oh, my God. Union loving queen. Union loving queen. She's hydrating all the strikers. I love that. Yeah, with cactus with water. cactus water. I really do. I do love that. Man, I love that, too. Who wouldn't love that? That's amazing. And you know what I love that? I didn't see that anywhere. I didn't see her tweet about it or post about no. it. She just did it. Those who know, know. And th- and those who don't, don't. Don't. But exactly. she did it anyways. Good for her. Wow. Yeah. I want to be famous. You know, I've tried lots of things to get me to go to sleep in the past, you know, few years. Just a little bit of just a little bit of a push. You've got your melatonin, you got your various things, but I've found that of all the things, a little bit of C B D, a little bit of C B distillery, that's getting me goes a long way. getting me conked right out <laughs> and and sleeping through the night. It really is. I love C B distillery. They have not all their products are for sleep. Some That's are for true. relaxation. But like, I love the sleep ones. They say, shh. Those gummies they sent us, I was in a chill vibe all day when I took two of those. They're good ass <laughs> gummies. 
They're good ass gummies. No, you were. You were like, you were like, I took CBD earlier today and I feel chill. I'm like not operating heavy machinery on those things. You know what I mean? I'm in a good place. Heavy machinery? <laughs> what did I say? You said heavy machinery, which is good. I like that. I know what you meant. <laughs> CB Distillery's targeted formulations are made from the highest quality, clean ingredients. They all caps the clean, which means you know it's clean. No fluff, no fillers, just effective CBD solutions designed to help support your health. In two non-clinical surveys, 81% of customers experienced more calm, 80% said CBD helped with pain after physical activity, and an impressive 90% said they slept better with CBD. And I'm among those 90%. So if you struggle with a health concern and haven't found relief, make the change like we did to CB Distillery. And with over two million customers and a solid 100% money back guarantee, CB Distillery is the source to trust. Hooligans have a 20% discount to get you started. Visit cbdistillery.com and use code WHO, W-H-O, for 20% off. That's cbdistillery.com, code WHO, cbdistillery.com. Back in the 90s, Pepsi and Coca-Cola were in a heated race to try and win loyal customers by any means necessary. But when Pepsi launched an ambitious promotion that encouraged people to buy Pepsi and redeem points for prizes, they overlooked their own fine print in a major way. I'm Misha Brown, and I'm the host of Wondery's podcast, The Big Flop. Every week, guests join me to chronicle one of the biggest pop culture fails of all time, like who at Pepsi thought it would be a good idea to advertise that people could earn enough points to redeem a military jet as a prize. They never imagined somebody might actually try to snag it. But a 23-year-old did, and suddenly Pepsi owed him a jet. Follow The Big Flop on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to The Big Flop early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Springtime vibes are in the air, and when I bring in some beautiful flowers that are blooming, I want to smell them, not the litter box. And I can, thanks to Pretty Litter. I'm going to correct this ad because I didn't bring any flowers in, but you know what I did cook yesterday? A big pot of beans. It smelled delicious in my apartment. It smelled like all the yummy stuff I was cooking, and it didn't smell like cat poo-poo or cat pee-pee because I used Pretty Litter. You're saying springtime vibes are in the air, and when I cook a big pot of beans, <laughs> I'd rather I want to smell beans. them, yes. not the litter box. I'd rather okay, smell beans great. than flour. I'm trying to personalize I don't think it. Pretty Litter would mind you correcting their intro with your own personal endorsement, which is yes. that you want to smell your beans. Yes. Delicious, fragrant beans with bay leaves and garlic and onion. This is all to say that nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. It's ultra-absorbent, it's lightweight, it's low-dust, and one six-pound bag works for up to a month. So I know that when people come over to my apartment, they're going to be smelling whatever I'm cooking, whatever's in the air, you know, like whatever candle I lit. They're not going to smell what's in the litter box because it soaks it all up. Plus, the crystals change color to indicate early signs of potential illness in my cat, like UTIs, kidney issues, and more. So when the colors change, you can tell your vet what happened so they know what to look for. And if that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to my door. I never run out. I don't have kitty litter bags taking up a lot of space in my little apartment. Go to prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. That's prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. Prettylitter.com slash who. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I want to be famous. Hi, Lindsay, Bobby, Timmy. Um, long time, long time. Um, I'm calling because uh, back in 2014 or 15, I was working 
as a publicist at the Gotham Awards and my job, I was, it was my first job and my job at that event was to stand at the top of the red carpet and write the names of the celebrities on a whiteboard so that the photographers would know who was going to walk down the carpet. And I didn't, and there was this woman and I didn't know who she was and me being an idiot asked her who she was and she got very, very angry and looked at me and said, don't you know who I am? And I said, no. And it was Catherine Keener. Um, and she was really, really livid uh, that I didn't know who she was. So while we've established that she's a who, she thinks that she is a them, or at least she did in 2014 or 2015. Um, that also taught me to always ask people, ask celebrities how to spell their name versus what their name is. So she taught me a very valuable lesson, even though it traumatized me in the process. Crunch, crunch. Eloquent way of putting it. They think that they're a them, but they are a who or a prestige who. Feels sort of spicy to play on the show. We don't like playing spicy calls, but like, that's funny. I mean, I'm kind of like on Catherine Keener's side here. <laughs> I do wonder like if when you're at an event like that specifically, that you are surrounded by people who know who's going to be there, like who's on the guest list. Like, I wonder if that's yeah, a factor of like, Yeah, it's very Devil Wears Prada. Okay, we've all list. seen it. Like, is Catherine Keener going to like an associated, like getting groceries? And if someone doesn't know who she is, is she as appalled as she is when she's at an awards show? Like, maybe it is context here. I'm Catherine Keener. Like, I'm at your event. You invited me. So, like, know that I'm know here. Know what my name you know? is. Yeah. Right? Know what my name is. But if I come to your birthday party and you don't know who I am, you invited me, bitch. It's true. <laughs> Next call. Chriselle. This isn't that funny. I know. I didn't think so either. Do you want to skip it? Let's skip it. Because this wedding is iconic. Sorry, Chriselle. <laughs> You're not getting space on this episode. Once again. Bye. Also, like, I'm sorry. Seleniosi has officially slayed Sunset for me. I'm, no, I'm don't so, say that. So... Kate said the same thing last night. I was like, you guys are brain dead. You're literally without brains, both of you. I was watching the finale with Josh, and I was like, this is Brandy. She's iconic. That's Jarvis. She no. used to not be iconic, oh but I love God. her now. That's Alex. I used to like her, but she sucks. You're She's horrible. Sick. You're fucking sick. You're sick. You're sick. Hey, BLT. Um, sorry, I'm kind of sick, but um, I keep seeing videos of this fucking wedding. Are you guys? You guys are going to talk about this wedding, right? KJ Smith and Sky Black. We're gonna. Ta- you're gonna talk about that, right? What is going on? Who are these people? I feel like they've been getting married for like four days. There's so many events. I haven't seen them in the same outfit once. I need a complete breakdown. There keeps being references to Tyler Perry, which I don't understand. Please, I just, I'm so confused. And I really need your help because I want to understand. Um, love you guys. <laughs> um, live in La Vida laptop. Bye. So we're talking about KJ Smith and Sky Black's wedding. Okay. KJ Smith is the star of Sisters and Sky Black is the star of All the Queen's Men. But the thing is, Lindsay asked, did they get an exclusive anywhere? They got a people exclusive. But the thing about this wedding, there is so much content coming from this wedding that happened over a week ago that it's still trickling out. 
it's still being released because this wedding was so big, so extravagant, so documented. They even got a vows column in the New York Times. Yes. There's something about a vows column. They're not going to give a vows column to like Ben Affleck and J-Lo. Yeah. Because you already know all the details. It's almost like they fit into this box where a vows column makes sense and is interesting. And yet they're also getting the people coverage that other celebrities also get. It's it's a weird place to be in. And I can't quite figure out why that is. To get wedding coverage the New York Times, but it's a vows piece versus being a styles piece or like a like getting wedding coverage in the New York Times is actually kind of difficult. You have to have an angle. You can't just be covered for having a wedding in a way. The detail in this vows story that I think sets it apart, like the story itself is like it's a COVID story. It's a TV story. It's a workplace story. It's a celebrity story. It's all that stuff. But the detail here that I couldn't believe and I pasted it in here. So they meet... And they're like, okay, there's, a, I guess, a spark there. But they don't actually start dating until a little bit later, like, like a year later. And I have to read this whole thing in full because it's like, you know this happens in so many celebrity relationships, but they never reveal it. Mm-hmm. On their second date, they had food delivered to Ms. Smith's house in Los Angeles where Mr. Black worked up the courage to ask her to sign a, quote, general, all-encompassing non-disclosure agreement. She agreed, and Mr. Black also signed hers. After signing them, they felt like they could be completely open with each other. And they talk about, like, what the signing of the NDA did for their relationship. Do you think that when he asked her to sign a non-disclosure, an NDA, he knew that she also had one? He must have. Like, let's exchange NDAs and really fucking get into it. <laughs> I just, I swear to God, correct me if I'm wrong, I have heard <laughs> countless, myriad yeah. stories about celebrities asking people to sign NDAs before they date, before they fuck, before all sorts of relationships. I've never heard those stories from the mouth of the celebrity. <laughs> I've only heard them secondhand or thirdhand. On their second date. This must happen all the time. And they're just talking about it, which I think is so cool. Quote, it sounds transactional, but it was the safest thing we ever did. That was the beginning of where we are now. I'll never forget that. So, you know, to them, it was romantic. Yeah. To us, it's kind of like. That's the vow. That's why this is a vows column, I think. I know. I also love this quote. I I bolded this too. So I guess they they had a rule on the set. Uh, I guess it was a Tyler Perry Productions wide rule where there's no fraternization on the set. And so they had to Mm. like come clean to Tyler Perry about the relationship and be like, hey, just so you know, we're dating. Like, how do we work through this or whatever? But then it says this, quote, I think the two of them were made for each other, unquote, said Mr. Perry through his publicist. (laughs) He said it through his publicist. He sent it along. Sky Black was in Lindsay's favorite movie, Center Stage, in 2000. Like, did a lot of dancing. That was his... Okay, but, like, that was his first movie. I couldn't even find, like, a photo of him in it. Like, that's how... That's how barely he was in it. He's one of the dancers in the American Academy of Ballet. Like, in the... Yeah. So... Whatever that... Whatever it's called in that movie. They got married. They had really famous pastors as their officiant. Well, Aventer was the actual pastor. His... Her husband is way more famous. But we'll get into them in a second. That's the context. They released so many photos they are still releasing so many videos of this fucking extravagant fabulous wedding but it's not just the photos we got a gajillion videos of them dancing at their own wedding which as you know there are a few ways to go viral from a wedding it's like one photos two dance routine Mm -hmm. dance routine dance routine is like 
the number one or two like viral wedding thing unless something goes like spectacularly wrong. But usually it's like wedding entrance dance, choreographed dance between the couple, the grooms are dancing, the bridesmaids are dancing. This, But this had so much of that 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 was what was really what got out yeah. there purposefully. It's Huffian is what it is. <laughs> it's... Wait, what does that mean? Ariana Huffington? Derek Huff. Oh. Huffian. Huffian. You're it's, so right. Oh my God. You're so right. It's a Huff event. Dancer vibes are just so specific and unlike anyone else. God, inviting a bunch of professional dancers to your wedding. What are you? You're opening like a bag of ants. Just everything's just flying out. Oh, everyone's... They're worms. They're not ants. <laughs> well, ants are better dancers than worms. Well, I guess they do have legs. <laughs> I'm just saying like they're better at dancing. You scroll through the photographer who did this wedding. Stanlow photography, row after row after row. Well, I guess only two rows of this wedding stuff. And they're all like so well produced. It's wedding content made to go viral. Did this wedding photographer include TikToks in like his package? Because he like literally made so many of them. Well, I was going to ask you, There, this must be part of the deal now, right? Like you get a videographer. Oh, when it used to be, I want a 9 by 12 I want an 8 by 10 I want a few wallet sized or whatever. Now it's like, I want the wedding video, I want clip shows, and I want vertical TikToks. KJ turned into a different, put on like a Beyonce sheer outfit, like a, a very Renaissance tour like outfit and did her own choreographed wedding dance, like mm-hmm. for everyone, like with moves and everything. And Lil Mo performed. Lil Mo, Let me read I was saying, there are the people. real You don't even read the people that were at this wedding. Oh, yeah. Tyler Perry, Ava Marcel, Lonnie Love, Lil Rel. Those are the most famous people that people pulled out. But there were over 150 people there. What is this about their pastor? Do I really have to care about this? I'm sorry. It was just funny that even down to the pastor, the pastor is a TV person, too. It even got a famous pastor. Well, they were on an own network show called The Book of John Gray. Mm-hmm. And they've had their own like mini controversies. I think they're sort of, oh, they've sort of like gone over the hump of controversy, this relationship between John Gray and Aventure Gray. He, like, emotionally cheated, and then he may have, like, spent some of the church. Because it's like a mega church. He used to work under Joel Osteen. Oh, it's a doc. Sorry, you need to explain. It's a docu-series it was a docu-series called The series Book of John Gray the Book about of John Gray. a pastor named John Gray. Yes. And this is John Gray's wife who, who uh, officiated. Yes. And so they okay. they founded this church called Relentless Church. He used to work with Joel Osteen. Like, mm-hmm. he was a pastor under that Lakewood church that's in Texas. It's like, we're talking, it's just mega church vibes. So it was sort of like the typical scandal that scandals that all these mega church pastors get into. But they've sort of like gone through the scandal. They worked their way through it. Now they're like back in everyone's good graces again. But anyway, Aventer was the pastor. And so down to the officiants, they had sort of like television famous people at the fore. And I think that that helped because both of those people also have huge followings. The Greys. Uh-huh. This wedding was getting coverage from all sorts of angles. You had Tyler Perry, TV star royalty. You had like church royalty. You know, you had like lots of people there, different types of people in their own famous in their own bubbles, etc. Making for like an explosion of content, mm-hmm. including... A great vows piece. And when I saw the people exclusive photos, I was seeing photos clearly from the same photographer on other websites. And I was like, are they republishing people's exclusive photos? But it's like, no, they're just different photos because they took like 7 million photos. Of course, they can give away like a handful to people. She's in Sisters now, but she's like been in a Medea movie before. So like the Tyler Perry connection is like real. I mean, it seems like they're like really thanking Tyler Perry 
for mm-hmm. being in their lives. And he was there. He was there. And he, and said, he let welcome. them he let them keep working despite their breaking the rules of no fraternization on set. That's true. Although I don't know if they were on the same show. I think no, they, they met, the I think show. it was like across projects, which really shouldn't apply, sorry. Yeah, you can no. date someone on the same network. Well, Tyler Perry, those his production studios outside Atlanta, they're like their own little cities. And I bet a lot of it know, was sort of true. I bet a lot of it was like COVID protocol too. Mm-hmm. Anyway, moving on. Hey, BLT. Um, God, this is so stupid. Um, Anthony from Queer Eye had his bachelor party this past weekend. Um, it seems like Tan France is the only other Queer Eye cast member to attend. I guess I'm curious, do you think that everybody else was invited and did not attend? Or do you think nobody else was invited? And how do they feel about it? Oh, God, I think this is stupid. Um, Crunch, crunch. I don't belong in a balloon. It's definitely fake shady to be like, where were the rest of the Queer Eye guys? Because, you know, they're fake best friends on the show. Like, that's kind of the whole thing. And then some of them have, they have individual relationships, which is nice. Yeah, I found this kind of refreshing. I think it's just like he wasn't even trying to pretend that he's friends with Bobby and Karamo and JVN. You know, like, it's like, no, Tan's my boy. If Antony had a bachelor party and it was just the Queer Eye, like, cast, wouldn't you feel so sad? You're not inviting your old co-worker, I'm not going to say her name, to your bachelor party. No. I mean, I'm sure you would if you could. I, I bet you actually would. She would have been a slave. Are you kidding? She would have been a slave at my yeah, bachelor party. I know. She, she would have had a right great time. In. I know. She would have really had a good time with us. But we would have been like, that is so honestly p- pathetic. pathetic. So it's pathetic. good that he really was like, I have real friends and they're Gigi Hadid. And they're <laughs> and PJ Vogue. And they're Benj Pasek. <laughs> so, so let's go down the list. Because none of these are that confusing when you actually speak through them. I know. I don't really need to like go through his Rolodex right now. Tan France, only real friend from the show. <laughs> Fine. Love that. Also, let's be real. Maybe some people were invited who couldn't come. Let's True. be... Like, this is a trip. Sometimes people can't come. And you will see pointed gestures of support and love in these Instagram comments because the other Queer Eye cast members are like, love, 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 heart, 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 yay, 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 hope you had a great time. Like, it's okay, you know? I do think they were giving a little, him and Jonathan Van Ness did have a little flirtation that was very my mom being like, you're two gay friends, why don't they date? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you have two gay friends, they should date each other. Like it was really, it was really working that angle of kind of like they played fake. into that to sell shit. Remember? That's what I'm, but that's what I'm saying. It was giving my mom's mm-hmm. like false assumption that two gay people should obviously kiss. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. What's the other? What's what's holding it up? You know. Um. Moving on, we have Benj Pasek, composer of La La Land. Composer of La La Land, Tony Award winner, Oscar winner. Um. I, a, I, you what put is this he, here. Ego? No, he's a he's a tog. He's missing the is e. Is he a tog? Oh yeah, he's missing an e. Yeah. He'll get an e. Um, did you put this in here to Timmy? Classic pic that comes up when you Google them. It's a photo from 2018 posted by Ronan yeah, Farrow on, face- on Facebook at Benj Pasek and Kevin Sobieski Seder with Anthony. And it's a photo. Of- I love this. <laughs> so they're old. The way friends. that if you search, right, like if you search Benj Pasek and Anthony, you get a photo from a Seder that I went to together with Ronan Farrow in 2018, which I guess really isn't that long ago. But the idea that that was what came up, I was like, all right, fine. We've been friends. What else? Who else? I mean, who cares? Gigi, I believe, is friends with Anthony, but Gigi, I think, became friends with Anthony 
through, through Tan. Tan. Because Tan, Tan and, and Gigi, Gigi are BFF. best friends. Okay. And they hosted that show together on Amazon that was supposed to be like Project Runway. Yes, exactly. Which is a fine okay. show. It's still on. Mm-hmm. Rima Sampat is Anthony's BFF. They refer to each other as BFFs in their post. She's an actor. She was on Orange is the New Black. Okay. PJ Vote, former host of Reply All. Anthony's former roommate. And comes up a lot in PJ's work is how him and Anthony are were roommates. Yes. Too. And the culture loves it because it's like a gay guy and a straight guy being close. We can't handle it. Okay. We can't <laughs> handle it. We think it's the cutest thing ever for some reason. There's one guy left and it's just an actor, Christian Colso, who's just a friend. I wish I had a better explanation for Christian Colso. He was in Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. He's an actor. They've been photographed together a lot. I think they're just buds. This is kind of a boring thing to add. Like, I think the caller knew as she was hitting the, the beep as she was heading. It's pretty boring to be like, why are these people, like, who are these people and how are they all? For- it's not because it's not really that random of a display. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, so you're telling me Anthony, an actor on Queer Eye, is friends with other famous people who are either vaguely gay or in fashion? Mm-hmm. Like, Okay. You know what I am surprised about? There's not a random food person here, like a food, like a food celebrity. Yeah, because Anthony finally realized that he could stop pretending. <laughs> Shut up. You watch the show? You watch the show? You're so rude. He can make a he makes a great guacamole. He always shows them how to make a great guacamole. And most people don't know how to do that. I just never respected Anthony more than I respected him at his bachelor party for not inviting for not every queer eye. So he's just like, I'm just not even going to fake this. Tans my butt. And I just wonder where I'm just like, did he invite Martha? Did he invite, you know, um, Allison Roman? Did he invite like where, you know, who's the f- I just surprised there's not like a food girly there. Just like a little bit of like a pop of kind of I don't even know if he's friends with these people. I know he's I, I'm just saying like I am just surprised. Did he there invite wasn't Martha? <laughs> Martha wouldn't have know, gone. Ina. Was Ina busy? Maybe the pioneer woman could have flown in. I'm just saying like Lad would have given her a ride to Tennessee in like the pickup. You know, dropped Lack. her off with her little bag and been like, have fun Lack. with your friends, honey. You Come on. Uh, yes. Lad driving up and down that long driveway. Whenever Lad's coming down the driveway, no, it's God, not. Their driveway's, their driveway's three miles long for sure. It's so long. It's You need like... The dust. You, uh, the dust behind hours. the wheels. Oh, my God. You need four-wheel drive. You need 12-wheel drive to get down that driveway, you know. Imagine getting to... Imagine going to Pioneer Woman's house in a Prius. You can't even get there. I just think it's funny imagining, like, the pioneer woman, like, cheating. The pioneer woman has, like, another man over, and they're, like, fucking. And she looks out the window, and she sees Lad coming down the driveway. And she's like, my my husband's here. He's coming out the driveway. You got to get out of the house. And he's, like, rushing. And she's like, no, it's fine. You probably got half an hour before he gets to <laughs> You probably got a good half an hour. <laughs> I see him coming. The dust. It's like, oh, my God, a dust storm is coming. It's like, no, that's just Lad turned onto the street. And you know there's you know there's streets like a private lane called like Pioneer Woman Lane or something. What's her real name? Like Lad and Diane Street. Re Drummond. This is how boring Anthony's bachelor party was. We I started know, talking still, about just talking Pioneer, about Pioneer Woman's Pioneer driveway. Woman. All right, send the strike. The Dancing with the Stars new lineup is fairly stacked and it's very confusing. I don't really get how i mean i get why they're on it but there is like a like i know all of these people like or at least heard of them there's not a random person mira servino matt walsh of 
not Second City, but UBD, UCD, what is the, the improv shit? Anyway, um, yeah, who's and them's of the new Dancing with the Star seasons. All right, crunch, crunch, uh, showing Cole. God, I have to say, I don't agree with the caller. I don't think this is stacked at all. I was originally very, ex- I was like, well, I'm going to have to watch this, but it was exclusively because of Mira Sorvino. Mira Sorvino sort of like made me feel crazy. And I was like, whoa. And then I looked at it again and then it seemed kind of normal. The Mira Sorvino elevated it briefly, in my view. So someone emailed us a few weeks ago and was like, I was watching Dancing with the Stars. I was listening to your old episodes and you did categories for Dancing with the Stars. Like Mm -hmm. you made categories. And I was like, oh, yeah, we did. And I wanted to stack the categories we made in September of 2020. Wow, what a time. Um, you could play it or I'll just read the categories. Just read the categories we had, yeah. They're good buckets. Okay. Because also now, mind you, this was three years ago, so things have changed. The show is still on, but these were the buckets that we had, okay? Recently viral TV star. Somebody famous who has served time like an OJ Simpson type. Retired sports star. Bachelor person slash long running reality TV person. Oh, my computer just died. Lindsay's computer died, so I'm going to keep reading. Olympic person, current or past, older TV film actress, name recognition, but vintage. Somebody young and cool, vintage music person, boy bander or the like, talk show personality, anchorman, host of some kind, former heartthrob aimed at millennials, semi-obscure radio personality, former pinup, hot girl, playboy model, tech entrepreneur, embarrassed Republican, and nepotism. Okay. These people fill all those buckets. Some buckets have multiple people. Some are empty. The recently viral TV star has three different people in that bucket. There should only be one person in that bucket. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think this is kind of a lame thing. It's not balanced. Like, there is no criminal. There is no talk show personality. Lindsay wrote, why didn't they get Anna Delvey? And Timmy wrote, because she literally can't leave the house. Semi-obscure radio personnel. We don't got one of those. We don't have a former pinup slash hawk girl slash playboy model. We don't have an Olympian. We don't have a tech entrepreneur. Yeah, why don't we have an Olympian? They need to get an Olympian. Olympian, yeah. So I was kind of like placing them in these buckets, and I was just disappointed at at, like how many people fit in one bucket. It should be one person Mm -hmm. per bucket. You know, like if your vintage music person slash boy bander or the like is Jason Mraz, you know, like that's what that's who fits in that Mm -hmm. bucket. It's a little bit disappointing. Nepotism is Jamie Lynn Spears. We need a new bucket, too, for TikToker. That isn't here. That isn't represented. Maybe they did their research and those people aren't coming. So that's what I was going to say. In 2020, we didn't have TikTok star or like we had viral reality star. But I think that doesn't really I think TikTok was still a question mark in September 2020, you know. But I mean, in turn, yeah, we Lily Pons is even a Vine star. I'm just saying, like somebody from the internet. We didn't mm-hmm. have that on here, mm-hmm. but now we have to add it, like Lily Pons. We haven't even said the entire list. So recently, viral TV star. We have Ariana Maddox, Mauricio Umansky, and Harry Jowsey. Remember them? I think they've all been in episode titles. Someone mm-hmm. famous who has served time. No one. Retired sports star Adrian Peterson. Bachelor person, long running reality TV person Charity Lawson. Olympic person, nada. Older TV film actor, name recognition, but vintage. We have three. Barry Williams, Mira Sorvino, and Allison Hannigan. Too many. Somebody young and cool. We have Xochitl Gomez. Vintage music person, boy bander the like. We have Jason Mraz. Talk show personality, no one. Former heartthrob aimed at millennials, Tyson Beckford. Semi-obscure radio personality, no one. Former pinup hot girl, no one. Tech entrepreneur, no one. Embarrassed Republican, Matt Walsh. (laughs) 
Nepotism, well, Jamie Lynn Spears. he also is like, hosts like a conservative podcast. I don't know. I had to look him up because I was like, who the fuck is this again? And then I, I realized that he fell under that category. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's a different, it's a different Matt Walsh. You're confusing Are Matt you Walsh. Sure? Yeah. You're confusing the Republican Matt Walsh with the Veep guy, Matt Walsh. No, this is a, this is a, this is just a silly actor, a silly comedian. So who it's. Who is he? He's in Veep. Are you sure he doesn't host a conservative talk show? positive one okay so he goes under like talk show personality host of some kind or something like comedian i guess okay fine we don't even have an embarrassed republican politician no fuck uh where's lindsey graham drop busy dropping dead get over here bitch yeah busy i'm just busy saying dropping it, dead it needs to it needs to be more balanced and that's why i think and even though we have some exciting names on here for me the 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 joy of dancing with the stars is the is the cauldron is the mix is the magic of having these people side by side you yeah. know what i mean yeah i don't even think there's anyone here that's really that old i who's the oldest person barry williams barry that's not williams. even he's he's not even that old gotta go we need old people the age range has to be obscene mm-hmm. on Dancing with the Stars. Don't you don't you agree? Totally. Who's the themiest person on this list? Name him. This is hard. This is like impossible, honestly, because there's so many categories. <laughs> the themiest person on this list is probably. It's like my gut wants no, to be insane. Mira Sorvino, but I don't think that that's true. No, I actually that's think it's either. So I actually think it's between um, Jason Mraz. <laughs> well, uh, I think it's between Jason Mraz and Jamie Lynn Spears, honestly. Do you really? You don't think it's Ariana Maddox? Maybe the next level would be Ariana Maddox, Tyson Beckford, Mira Sorvino. I mean, it's really crazy because you have people who are names to us and names who've been around forever, like Allison Hannigan or whatever. But like, are they like thems of the moment? Like, what is the what? Who are people tuning in for? I'll say this much. None of these people are thems. Yeah, fair. That's true, actually. You know, another reason that I think that Jamie Lynn Spears is the themiest person on here because Jamie Lynn Spears was one of the first people to announce that they were on it. Okay, fair. But also, you know why they announced her first? Because it was in the midst of the Britney stuff. Yeah. It's like oh, yeah, true. They, they said, look what's going on with Britney. We need mm-hmm. to like jump on this and say that Jamie Lynn Spears is on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. Because she was out here like giving comments and stuff, remember? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's why. That's why. How much of this same? I was in Florida this past weekend, and guess what was... The talk of the town. Your mom's aura frame? The aura frame. The aura frame kept, it was scrolling through every photo. I was like, oh, oh, there's that. Oh, there's that. Oh, there. I'm like, where'd they get that photo? There's always a photo where I'm like, where'd they get that photo? How'd they get that photo? I don't know where my mom gets the gifts that she sends me. Like when she <laughs> sends me a text gift, I'm like, where did you find that? And sometimes I look at her aura frame and I'm like, where did you download this? No, I'm like, where did you get this photo from? Whose Instagram did you steal this photo off of? You know? They love to steal from, and they love to just screenshot and not yeah. crops. It'll just oh. be like a cropped iPhone It'll just be photo a full Instagram. The aura frame. Exactly, with it. comments and everything. It'll just be on. <laughs> yeah. It'll be zoomed in sometimes, so it's extra blurry. But you know what? That's how easy it is to get the photos on the aura frame because my parents can figure out how to do it. Do they do yes. it well? No, but do they do it? Yes. And the other thing that's great about aura frames, when you give them to your mom, your mother, a mother in your life, a mother mm-hmm. figure, it's a great Mother's Day gift, whoever the mother in your life is. You can connect it to your oh, yeah. aura app. And, and you, you can, can just photos. send them photos. You right. can, if they approve it, you can just put photos and kind of troll them and have fun and put random photos. I do it to Lindsay sometimes. Yeah, he does. Um, you can do it to your mom. My mom gave me access because she likes putting. You got to be careful. Photos you got to be a little careful with that. But you, you, should, you could do it. But you should do you it. Be a little bit careful. 
But you Aura frames are Wi-Fi connected and they come with unlimited storage because it's all in the cloud. So you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to mom's frame. Not only will she be grateful, it's not another sweater. She'll love that an Aura frame means she gets to see more of you. So right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code WHO at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Vet bills can be expensive, but Spot Pet Insurance can give you up to 90% cash back on vet bills, so you can worry less about high vet bills. Yep, up to 90% cash back on vet bills for unexpected accidents, illness, and even routine care. And with Spot Pet Insurance plans, you can go to any vet you want in the U.S. or Canada. There's no network you need to stick to, so visit your favorite vet and you can save money on expensive vet bills. That's Spot Pet Insurance. It's no wonder Spot is America's favorite pet insurance. Visit SpotPet.com for a free quote today. For all terms, visit SpotPetIns.com slash sample-policy. Spot Pet insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produce Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. This is an independent ad from Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. Who Weekly is brought to you by Squarespace. As usual, we love Squarespace. We love Squarespace. It's the only way we will ever have a website. (laughs) Is Squarespace. You're right. Because it's easy. Because I can update it very fast when things go crazy with tour announcing, which we might have to do relatively soon. Might? Uh, Might? uh You said, we just came and saw you. I said, well, this is a this is a 365 podcast. We're planning ahead. Everyone's everyone's doing live shows these days. So all the venues are getting booked up. So we have to book our tour, which is far away pretty soon. But we already know we already know the dates. We're ready to update the website on Squarespace. And we also already know how to put them on the website, which is like half the battle because it's Squarespace. Exactly. And we've done this for a long time and it's very, very easy. We love Squarespace because it's very easy to update things. We love Squarespace because we have a contact form, which is the way most people get in touch with us. Even though we have a very easy to remember email address, which is what's read up to at gmail.com, people would prefer to just use the contact form on Squarespace because Squarespace is easy. And on our website, it's easy to find our press clippings. It's easy to find embeds of the podcast. It's easy to find anything you need to know about our podcast. So go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your website, go to squarespace.com slash who to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. I want to be famous. I'd love to talk about the eBay celebrity auction that's happening now, but here's the thing. Look, look. So many calls, rightfully. It's so funny. It's so slay, right? It's a great celebrity auction going to a good cause. Uh I love that. It's going to like strike funds. The problem is, there are eight days left as we record this on the bidding. We want to turn this into a game once the bidding is done. Once we know how much people paid to have Lena Dunham paint a mural in their home. Once we know how much people paid to have lunch with Maggie Gyllenhaal. Once we know how much people paid to have a pottery lesson from Busy Phillips. You know, like, we need the final numbers before we make this into a game. Bobby is long-windedly saying we're going to make a game where we're going to go over what the final prices were. Yes. And I think that will be fun. And so we'll see you talking about that in a few weeks what i will say is completely bananas the current top priced item on this list of items and lunches and things is Mm. brit marling's wolf sweatshirt from the oa you want it right it outdoes the other stuff by a thousand dollars so far well because the oa fans are nuts card carrying member baby you know brit marling's new show comes out soon 
I'm going to lose my mind over that, too. I heard. I heard. Some of these are really good. Oh, Adam Pally walks your... Not Adam Pally. What's his name? What's his face? Walks your dog? Adam Scott Lena walks Dunham your dog. Comes to, Adam Scott walks your... Lena Dunham comes to your house to paint some mural? Natasha Leone helps you solve the Sunday crossword? You get to ask Maggie Gyllenhaal 20 questions in 20 minutes? That's it? She hangs up on you? Oh, my God. Rosemary DeWitt and Ron Livingston relationship advice squabble over Zoom? Hilarious. These are very funny. They are very Almost funny. like they're written by good writers. Lunch with Ann Dowd. You know. That'd be amazing. I'm going to Zoom with Barry Jenkins. Zooming with Barry Jenkins. What is that going to be like? So, what have you seen recently? Do you have a letterbox? So... <laughs> So Lena Dunham painting a mural in your house is like the funniest thing ever. And props to her because guess what? She is a good writer. That's hilarious. Watercolor portrait of your dog by John Lithgow. Hilarious. No, it's all very, very funny. It's all very, very funny. Hilarious. Okay. We have a lot of rapid fire calls. Let's do these. Let's let's do a lot of calls to end this. Hi, Lindsay, Bobby, Timmy. Um, Long time, time. I'm at a dinner party. We're having a debate. We would like you to weigh in on who is the... Most Vemi out male gay actor who was openly out in their prime. Thank you very much. Crunch, crunch. Showing hole. Did we see the other side of this call on Twitter or something? Yeah, we can visualize this call pretty well because someone filmed this call happening at the dinner party with a lot of empty glasses and bottles of wine. (laughs) I will say I know we've kind of made it into this like the right place of consciousness where like the who format is like a dinner party fodder like we've you know we've reached like our second or third ball of wine depending on the amount of people and we're just kind of like uh what now and like then it becomes Mm -hmm. like who is the themiest out gay male actor (laughs) like that's what it becomes you know that's the conversation i don't think this question is hard and i think it has an (sighs) it has an objective true answer one answer Mm -hmm. i think it's ian mckellen because the caller specifically said they had to have been out like it's not just like closeted who came out later whatever no no, no. we're not doing closeted like ian mckellen came out in the 80s right one of the most like popular most well-known characters of all time while he was an out old man gandalf fair i don't think you beat i don't i just don't think like george takei is in here and neil patrick harris is in here i just don't think that they were necessarily... they weren't out in their biggest roles and i think this is like no shade to either of these actors because very different times but ian mckellen came out in the late 80s and he was an out gay man when he made lord of the rings george takei was not an out gay man when he was sulu and neil patrick harris was not an out gay man when he made dookie hauser you know like uh, and again, a lot of reasons for that to be true, but it is true. Although I would argue Neil Patrick Harris's biggest role in How I Met Your Mother was kind of almost as big, if not bigger, than Doogie Hauser. So, like, in a way he was. And actually that the conversation about him being gay and playing that role was part of, like, the conversation of the show. Like, it was a main – it was, like, a huge part of it. Like, you knowing him being gay in real life was, like, part of why that character works right. so well. Right, he, because he's a he's a womanizer played by a, a, by a yes. cis gay man, right? Like, that's yes. that's yes. that's the fun of that it's character. It's so fucking hilarious. But that's hilarious. <laughs> and my other person was RuPaul. I agree that RuPaul – and RuPaul doesn't necessarily count as an actor, but I would say RuPaul has been obviously out and gay his entire career and is, I would say, as famous if, as Ian McKellen. As famous or more famous than Ian McKellen, for sure. But for I don't sure. think okay, that so RuPaul that's... as an I think RuPaul as an actor is where you get sort of weird. Sure. 
you know what? Fair. Is RuPaul astonishing in the in the Brady Bunch movie? Yes. Astonishing. Did I ask for the cassette tape soundtrack to the Brady Bunch movie simply so I could listen to Supermodel? Yes. Yes, a great song. And I and I think if they had said gay male celebrity or an involved music, we'd have a whole new like mm-hmm. it'd be different. So it's not fair to put Ru, like Rue in because Rue is a TV show host and a musician technically, mm-hmm. not necessarily an actor. And I think you'd put so? and you think you put him in a list of like cultural icons, culturally right. significant. Could people. I was also argue that Andy Cohen is kind of at this point Mm -hmm. a list gay male talent but i also wouldn't call him an actor Mm -mm. no yeah okay no rupaul's more of an actor than andy Cohen. rupaul has credits no i know no i know i know rupaul has credits fine okay okay fine andy do shakespeare fine hi blt medium time medium time um so i'm watching the vmas and i'm seeing the person i call puffy except some kind of, I think, global icon award. My friend is referring to him as Diddy, a fellow hooligan, which I know he has recently promoted and did kind of take. But then there's, I was like, is he also love? Like, was he trying to make that happen? And it's really caused us to reflect on all of his, uh, you know, all of his rebrands to various degrees of success. And so we're wondering if you can uh, rank from who to them, Puff Daddy, Puffy, P. Diddy, Diddy, Love. Okay, so Puff Daddy, Puffy, P. Diddy, Diddy, Love. Who to them? Okay, one of everything really good. Grunch, grunch. I can't even tell you. You had to be there. You literally had to be there. When Diddy went from Puff Daddy to, to Diddy. Diddy. The culture, the shock, the shockwave it sent through culture. Mm-hmm. It's almost like no one had ever done it before or something. Like that's clearly untrue, but it really felt like the first of its kind and people could not ha- Oh, he's just changing his Oh, oh, he's just, you oh, can't he's just changing that. his name. You can't uh, do that. It was so and now thinking about it, like it was so crazy to the point where I understand why he just keeps doing it because he thinks he's going to have the same reaction. It's like, babe, we've been there. We're jaded. We've already seen mm-hmm. you change your name. We gave you that attention already in culture. But mm-hmm. it is just so funny to remember how kind of impactful that was, <laughs> weirdly. It was huge. It was huge. It was huge. It was huge. You had to be there. Okay. Obviously, the whoiest. I think the whoiest is going to be from. The whoiest is love. The Puyas is love, brother love. Because that's the most recent. Everybody was like, "We okay, whatever. We're not calling you that. We're calling you Diddy. Because, you know, like Sean John is a brand of his. He cut the he cut John out of his name. And now his name is legally Sean, Sean love, love Combs. Weird. Like, okay, no one cares. John's gone. But I think love I think love is Huiest. The, the rest of it, iterations of Daddy and Diddy, I think, are the important ones. Well, weirdly, I think Puff Daddy is the themiest with Diddy at number two. Mm-hmm. Then Puffy, then P. Diddy. So. Mm, I don't know. Uh, because the true heads will still call him Puffy. Like, what is Themmy or Daddy or Diddy? P. Diddy or Puff Daddy? Who's Themmy? I kind of think. What's tough is that I think I. He's been Diddy for a while. I think but the I top think two are definitely Puff Daddy and Diddy. But I don't. Yeah. Even though I was there when he was Puff Daddy, I almost think that Diddy's over Puff Daddy because of the recency bias. I think that, like, Diddy against all odds, overtook Puff Daddy. But I, but if I have to, ugh, you know what? No, I don't want to go that far. I'm going to say it's Puff Daddy, then Diddy. I have a harder time with figuring out Puffy and P. Diddy. 
I think it's recency bias. I do think Puff Daddy's over Diddy, but it's close. And I think that's why he did. That's why it was such a genius thing that he did, because he really did say, this is my name. And we said, that's crazy. But then literally for years and years, we've been calling him Diddy. No yeah. problem. And now I think of him as Diddy, not even as Puff Daddy, which is insane. Like, that's so crazy. Names are amazing. People should change their names as often as they want. Names are like, names are the thing that you have control of. It's like, okay. It's like, what else do you actually have control of? Your fucking name. Names are amazing. Make your name whatever you want it to be and change it as often as you'd like. Let's be crazy and put Puff Daddy up top, then Diddy, then P. Diddy, then Puffy, just for fun. And then last is love, brother love. Yeah, I think that's good. That's good. Which is funny because it we're implying that the that after the two main names that he goes by, mm-hmm. it's the switch of the right. of the derivatives. Right. Yeah. Okay. We did it. And now from <sighs> Diddy to Daddy. Hey BLT. Uh I'm wondering if Daddy Warbucks is a who or a them. Um I Matt with a 26-year-old on Hinge, I'm on the cusp of 32, and uh, context be damned, uh, I made a comment of, okay, Daddy Warbucks, um, and I'm like, I wonder if this 26-year-old knows who Daddy Warbucks is. He's also in the Air Force, um, a pilot. <laughs> but anyways, I was like, does he know who Daddy Warbucks is, or does he think I'm calling him Daddy who profits from the war machine because he's in the military? Crunch, crunch, showing hole. Okay, wait, next call. There's part two. It, wait, there's two parts? Oh, my God, the 26-year-old did not know who Daddy Warbucks is. Ah! <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> It's so. <laughs> Wait, this might be one of my favorite calls of all time. The 26 year old did not know who Daddy Warbucks was. Accidentally calling somebody who doesn't know what Daddy Warbucks is, Daddy Warbucks is extremely <laughs> funny because without the context of knowing, like. It does sound really stupid. Okay, okay, Daddy Warbucks. It's like, and then your friend was in the military? That is so fucking funny. Sorry. What if you. <laughs> What if you were being like cheap at dinner or something? You were like, oh, I don't want to spend that or whatever. And I was like, okay, mommy, no no dollars or something. My dad is really old. He was born in the 40s. But yeah. I was like, okay, who's like a famous, like when my dad was maybe watching TV when he was like five or six. I was like, who's like a famous TV character from like 1950, 19, the 50s. Yeah. And yeah. the first thing that came up, I didn't do this. I didn't do hard work. But this is in the Library of Congress. There was a character who was very, very popular named Miss Susan. Um, and it's sort okay. of like, okay, Miss Susan. Right. What's the oldest? I think a fun game would be what's the oldest reference you could give to the youngest person? So if you're like oh, in yeah. conversation yeah. with your 25 year old coworker and you do want to fuck around a little bit, what is the oldest funny name you could throw into a conversation to really spook them? You know? <sighs> okay. I'm, I'm still thinking of it, the four. I'm thinking of the forties old rich men. What about Mr. Potter? It doesn't have to be like old. Re- it can be any reference. Like it literally could be any reference. I just think it's so funny to try and like out like really. Oh, it doesn't have to be a younger film generation or TV. with references. Oh, it can be any. Well, it just could be anything. I'm saying like 
What's the oldest reference pop culture wise that you could give? Okay, Moses. <laughs> what okay, about Moses? No, but like. <laughs> okay, Moses. <laughs> okay, Moses. Saying to somebody, Daddy, because Daddy Warbucks is especially funny because, first of all, it's fucking hilarious. And in the movie, in Annie, his name is Oliver Warbucks as a joke, too. Like the, the show, not the movie, the show, the musical knows that it's funny that his name is Daddy Warbucks because he made his money from the war. From the he war. He made his bucks from the war. From the war. You love Annie. And she's like, he's like, call me daddy. Warbucks is my last name. <laughs> it's like, a, so if you were like, call me daddy finger, that's literally what daddy, daddy Warbucks is doing. <laughs> okay, Plato. <laughs> Go to like 1945 or something and give us something. That's what I'm give saying, Mr. Some- Potter. I don't know. It's who a that wonderful is. life. See? The old evil banker, me. and it's a wonderful life. You got okay, me, Mr. Potter. You got me. See, there you go. I'd be gagged. What about um? What about um? But it ha- but they would have to be like culturally relevant things where it would be reasonable that someone has seen it. So it's sort of like your "It's a Wonderful Life," your "Wizard of Oz's." It has to be like. No, you could go anything. Oh, you you're not asking me to be reasonable. No. God, what's my what's my dad's? One of my dad's favorite movies is Cat Baloo, which I think is from the 60s or 70s. It's like he loved quoting Cat Baloo and he'd like mention <laughs> characters from Cat Baloo. And I'm like, I have no I I have no idea. He made me watch it once. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Cat Baloo. That's funny. That's funny. Come on. That's With hilarious. Jane Fonda. There was like a drunk guy on a horse. I don't really remember. No, that's funny. I have I lost track of what the question was. <laughs> <laughs> What's the oldest piece of media that you stand? The oldest piece of movie or TV the or cartoon piece of, motion I mean, picture art that you stand? Wait, that I stand? Is it Annie? Is it Annie? It would have to be ostensibly something that's been rebooted and yeah. like revitalized. Like, it, are there rules to it? Does it have to be something that is it's an original form? Isn't it? Because if it was something in its original form, it probably would be Betty Boop. Because I just thought of that. Yeah. Because she would, because that original cartoon I love, and that was from the 30s, right? I guess, yeah. Annie is from the 70s. Annie is from the comic strip is old, but you wouldn't be referencing the comic strip. You'd be re- re- referencing the musical that's from the 70s. And I think the oldest thing we've all, we all stand in its original form is like Mickey Mouse. <laughs> like, I never because liked truly, Mickey Mouse. it's like the same. Okay. Well, you don't stand it, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. as a culture, yeah, he's Mickey very Mouse. old. He he's old. like very old. Watching a watching our our friend's kid like stand Mickey Mouse was like, wow, he's really still got it. That Mickey, <laughs> that's good for him. Stop. Good it for really you, is so true. Sometimes when kids love Mickey Mouse, you're like, fuck, that mouse has been around for fucking forever, and people still like his ass. It's very. What's the um? What's the uh? Why do we reference this all the time? I don't know. Maybe it's because of what? clip shows we watched when we were like 13 on VH1. <sighs> Michael Jackson what? and Lisa Marie walking on stage and she goes, just think, nobody thought this would last. That's how I feel about br- like Mickey Mouse. <laughs> you bring that up related to everything. Just think, nobody thought this would last. It's just this like, the, last. it's one of the funniest things I've ever just seen in my think. entire life. But the thing is that didn't last and Mickey Mouse is still here like stealing all our money and yeah. charging us for like fireworks or whatever I know. you do at Disneyland. I, know. I don't know. I'm so yeah, it might so be, long. it might be Mickey Mouse. Probably Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Okay, but that, that doesn't like, answer the call. No, you know that what it is. Answer the caller's question. No, you know yeah, what? Uh-huh. You know what else is old? That's older yeah. than Mickey Mouse. That people reference as a name. Okay, Mister Darcy. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay, Captain Ahab. You know that sort of shit. Okay, so you're <laughs> saying like care, and also to be fair, those books. Okay, oh my God, this is getting like heady. Like 
those books are being taught in schools in their mm-hmm. original form. Therefore, you're getting the okay, original Gatsby. form and the original character. Right. Mm-hmm. That I think it, Gatsby is a big one too because mm-hmm. that's like, but Gatsby's been revitalized a lot. I think it's the real the true test of it is if it's been rebooted. Like because mm-hmm. Daddy Warbucks, I only know about that because of how many eras of Daddy Warbucks we've had now. You know, my Daddy Warbucks is what's his face, Alfred Finney. It's Albert Finney, yeah. Duh, Albert it's Finney. Albert Finney. Albert Finney. Yeah. It's Albert Finney. Okay, this conversation. This conversation devolved. Or did it evolve? I think this is the perfect time to end it. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who's There. Keep calling in at 619 Who Then Believe questions, comments, and concerns for our Friday show. Thank you to Katie and Eric of The Who's for providing our read a theme song on Tuesdays. Thank you to Timmy, our research and editorial assistant, for researching and editorializing. What else? Oh my God. Buy tickets to our live show. Support us on patreon.com slash weekly for bonus episodes of Discord server, commentary tracks, and a whole lot more. You can also get the audio only on Apple Podcasts through the Apple Podcasts app. And now I can say, have a great weekend. We'll see you on Tuesday. Bye. See ya. Bye. Hey. Oh my God. The 26-year-old did not know who Daddy Warbucks is. I thought that GFF was gay friend forever, not gluten-free friend. My boyfriend just saw uh, someone walk out on stage during the VMAs and said, is that Margot Robbie? And it was, in fact, Rita Ora. Shut up. Hi. Don't you dare ever answer a call again about who's the hottest chain smoker. Don't you dare say that you're not going to answer it and then do it again. You've been through this enough times, and I can't take it anymore. Thank you. Good night. Um, 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 uh, Lizzie laptop. Hey, Lindsay, Bobby, Timmy. Um, you were talking about Robin Roberts, and she only played this call, but I just wanted to share that she is by far the kindest, famous person I've ever met in my life. I was at a conference in New York, like right before COVID, what a time. Um, and she was the speaker and I got to ask her a question after her um, kind of keynote. And it was not about this, but my mom had survived cancer and like loved Robin as many do. And you talked about, and um, I was just like kicked off my questions. Just like, I just want to let you know, like you meant so much to my mom and she didn't survive, but like you were so inspirational to her. And I was like, oh, my name is Amber. She's like, oh, that's my my like partner's name. I knew she was a lesbian. Um, but uh, she was so incredibly kind. She called me up to the stage. She gave me a hug. She like very softly told me something personal that was like very touching. And she was just like absolutely the most genuine and kind person. So we love Robin Roberts. Crunch, crunch. Maybe I'll see. Um... I'm just catching up on a few episodes of the pod, and I'm listening to you guys talk about Bill Clinton at Wilkinson, um and Emma Roberts and all that. Bobby pointed out that uh, they didn't have any copies of The Old Place, but I do want you to know that I bought a copy of The Old Place at that exact bookstore last summer, or last fall. So they are supporters of you, and so am I. Love you guys. Bye. Um, when I moved to Boston, um, a while ago, I don't live there anymore, thank God, but, um, the first thing that 
the first thing pretty much that ever happened to me in Boston was I was in Uber going over the Tobin Bridge and the Uber driver <laughs> kept being like, you ever seen The Departed? <laughs> the Departed's a great movie. you got to see The Departed. Anyway, um, fucking Boston. All right, crunch, crunch. <laughs>